It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. We're back. It is indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. Go to local Tono Wine and more right now and pick up a little of that love juice. Sit back, relax, and wage your life savings on the CBI Championship like yours truly. I'm Brad Evans, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. We are on the verge of tasting some sweetness in the NCAA tournament. Uh, night one of the Sweet 16 commences on Thursday. Uh, I've got action on every single game, naturally. You can always check out my spreadsheet, Lundy's spreadsheet, all of our free picks, always transparent and always accessible on social media with Lundy at Nate Lundy and myself at Noisy Cueva. So with that on the T, uh, Lundy, let's step up uh, with a big berth in hand and smash a 300-yard drive right down A Avenue and flash forward to the future in this NCAA tournament uh, with the field reset of the final 16 teams remaining. You good, sir. What is your favorite future available right now? One of the various sports books. I am. Uh, I continue to be surprised, my friend, that just to make the final four, you can get Texas or UConn at mm-hmm. plus 200. They don't even have to make the championship game. All they got to do is get out of this weekend at plus 200. That's 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 silly. That's that's silly to me. I. I, that's I, it, I mean, I get it. I understand why you've got Bama up there. I understand why uh, you, you look at the odds and you see Houston up there, uh, both of them at minus numbers. I understand the Vols being at a plus 115. I understand Creighton even locking into that mix because of how the Jays are playing right now. But you can get Texas or UConn at plus 200. Brad, that's that's just that's weird. That's weird. I, I like I like both of those teams at two to one odds. You and I are very much in the same wavelength here, specifically with one team. Mush! Huskies! Mush! Uh, plus 210, as a matter of fact, right now. So even better get seduced by the juice at DraftKings. Uh, just to give you, a com- for comparison's sake, uh, the other teams of the West region, their odds to make Houston and the Mecca of College Basketball there in the Final Four. UCLA, same odds as the Huskies at plus 210. Gonzaga at plus 240. And Arkansas, the long shots at plus 550, but uh, to give you some sound uh, reasoning, statistically speaking, there is no team over the last 30 days that has been more efficient overall, according to Bart Torvik, than the UConn Huskies. They are number one during that stretch, number nine in EFG offense, number 50 in EFG defense. They're generating a second chance, a whopping 41.4% of their possessions. And Lundy, I I tell you what, I'll just add a little twist to this. In that game upcoming uh, for the Huskies against Arkansas, they could be tied. They could be down maybe a couple of points at halftime. If that is indeed the case, for the love of the gambling gods, break out the sledgehammer and hammer it home. The Huskies on the second half because they have been marvelous. And tailing them has been a moneymaker after halftime here in the NCAA tournament. And that could indeed be the case yet again. So uh, whether on UT, whether on UConn, value is still on the board of the futures markets with both those squads making the final four. With that on the board, let's get after it here with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. 
All right, numero cinco of the countdown today. These are all night one of the Sweet 16 matchups, and I'm going to do uh, Kansas State on the over 68 and a half. Total point scored minus 110 at DraftKings. Uh, I think this could be a fairly high-scoring affair uh, between them and the Michigan State Spartans. Why Kansas State, a team that is number 41 in tempo over the last 30 days in college basketball, and they have been burning the nets during that stretch, shooting a, a miraculous almost 60.5% inside the arc and an equally magnificent uh, well north of 30% outside of it. So a uh, team that's really getting after it off the bounce. Uh, yeah, they've been somewhat erratic from distance, but Marquise Noel uh, is shooting from remote islands right now in that uh, anywhere close to that region, like thousands of miles away and still splashing at home. Just limitless range. Keontae Johnson's really played well. Uh, and Sills is another guy that's played uh, an A game to boot. Now, you look at Kansas State, number 132 in EFG defense, uh, but that really doesn't matter here. None of those, uh, they're downside in rebounding, which is 200 plus over the last 30 days in offensive and defensive rebounding percentage. But uh, the other important factor here is consider how woeful Michigan State has been defensively. Yeah, they're winning games, but over the last 30 days, only number 302 in college basketball in EFG defense. So, uh, knowing their vulnerabilities, knowing as well that Kansas State is tickling the twine early and often, and the fact that Marquis Noel uh, bringing that street ball game from the NYC uh, to this NCAA tournament and just lighting fools up, I think it's going to continue yet again. So I think they're hitting at least 70 points in this matchup. And that's why I'm going with K-State over 60 and a half total points, minus 110 at DraftKings. Good, sir. Bader, follow. Give me all the points. Brad, when is uh, 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 when is Izzo going to stand on the sideline shirtless? Uh, that's what I want to know. Uh, uh, I wanna, do, do we I really want to see him shirtless? I just, I, hey, I, I'm open I for wanna, maybe like a Mick Cronin. I didn't want to freaking see Musselman, and I had to endure <laughs> I have BS. already! I had to endure that BS. Uh, and, and so, you know, it, it, do I really want to see Izzo? No, but, I mean, we've seen Kelvin Sampson. Uh, we've seen Eric Musselman. Yeah. Apparently, True. it's just a thing now in college basketball to just rip off your shirt like you're a WWE star and stand on the sideline and either conduct the band or get the fans going. So uh, I want to see K-State scoring some points in this one because uh, let's keep Izzo's shirt on. <laughs> and I'm going to keep my shirt on because I ain't losing that bet and the shirt off my back. K-State over 68 and a half total points. Number four. All right. Well, uh, this is uh, all about correlate, uh, correlating, synergizing, bringing it all together. If we're on UConn, uh, it only makes sense that they're going to win their next matchup and uh, get one step closer to the uh, final four there in H-Town. So let's do an SGP on this one. I'm going to take UConn on the money line, just get the dub and then survive advance. I'm going to take the over on 131 and a half against the shirtless musclemans at plus 105 available at DraftKings. Uh, I think UConn uh, is a team, you know, again, they're playing at such an elite level right now. Uh, as I already digressed, number one in Bartorvik over the last 30 days, number nine EFG offense, number 15 EFG defense, and getting all those significant second chances and making the most of them. So Nogo is a monster in the middle, a really an uncontainable beast right now. Arkansas, a team that's only number 231 
in their last eight games, an EFG offense shooting a miserable 47.5% inside the arc. Uh, better defensively, but not shut down. Number 123 in EFG defense over that stretch. And most importantly, number 183 in defensive rebounding. So if they're not blocking out, they're not at least playing even Steven on the glass with UConn, it's going to be a spectacular Sonogo game as a result. So, uh, in total, UConn on this SGP money line and the over 131 and a half plus one of five at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. Rock and roll. You know, I like UConn on the money line. I already told you about what I feel about those uh, futures you can get right now between the Huskies uh, and the Longhorns. I, I mean, folks, bet on both of them. I, I legit think Texas can beat Houston uh, if it comes to that. So um, that's why I like the, the idea of the Longhorns. Um, but this one in terms of the total, uh, Brad, the folks that you and I uh, follow, whether we talk about Bart, Bart Torvik, we can talk about others. Uh, there are plenty of folks that have this total in the low 140s. Yeah. Um, so this is a game and, and part of the reason why I think these this is going to be a frustrating game for some people to uh, watch if they uh, if, if certain things bother them. And what I mean by certain things are uh, watching free throws, uh, because <laughs> these two teams, these two teams both know how to get to the line. Um, they know how to force that issue. And I would think we could see that a lot in the second half. Um, and so I think this may be a really a, a, an exciting game to be able to watch. But then I think what's going to happen is we're going to go through these slow periods where we are just constantly sending dudes to the line. And if that happens, that's part of the reason why I like the over. I, I kind of like the over by itself, which if I remember right, is at what? 139 and a half, I think. Yep. Something yep. right around there. Um, I like that total by itself. So I already we already talked about the fact I agree with you about UConn. I like UConn on the money line. And the fact that you're buying yourself an eight-point cushion of a game that I think is going to beat this total by 10, great OGP at plus odds. Oh, get baby seduced by that juice on this UConn mush, Huskies mush, OGP. Number three. All right, marching on. Let's get some money line action here on the board. I'm going to take the Gonzaga Bulldogs straight up against the UCLA Bruins, McCronin, and friends there. Plus 115. Outstanding juice right now at BetMGM. I think the Zags are going to march on here in the NCAA tournament and make it to the Elite Eight. A team uh, over their last seven games, over the entirety of college basketball, number three, according to Bart Torvik's analytics, uh, specifically number one, numero uno in the country, and effective pupil percentage offense. Uh, they're also number one and adjusted offensive efficiency, netting a ridiculous 1.299 points per possession, shooting over 60% from two-point range because it's all about Timmy, uh, Drew Timmy time there inside the arc. A team two, um, that's uh, improved a little bit defensively by the very, very low standard. Number 174 in AFG defense during that stretch, allowing just 46% inside the arc where they're getting hurt is outside of it, allowing 38.2% along the perimeter, but generating a lot of second chance opportunities. Uh, nearly 35% of their possessions over the last 30 days. You look at UCLA, a team that's been outstanding and the advanced metrics for the entire year. But in their last 30 days, number 195 in college basketball, an effective field goal percentage offense. Defense is the name of their game, number 40 in EFG defense, but they've struggled on the glass. And I think this is the game 
where they're sorely going to miss Jalen Clark, who I feel is the nation's best defensive player. He is out uh, for the rest of the season. When you're going against the elite of the elites offensively in Gonzaga with all of their weapons, whether it's Strother, whether it's Bolden, whether it's Timmy, whether it's uh, Anton Watson, they just keep, in, keep coming at you in waves. And a lot of those shots are going to be falling in this game. So as a result, uh, you got to feed some bacon strips to the Bulldogs on the money line against UCLA plus 115 at BetMGM. Fade or follow. Oh, man. Thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> Processing. Processing. Coming out of my ears. I like this at plus odds. Um, I do agree with your assessment that I think this is going to be the biggest game and the biggest test for the Bruins without Jalen Clark. Uh, yep. I think this is going to be the 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 big uh, the, the big test for them. I'm just not 100 percent sold yet on this Gonzaga team. I was uh, mm. I'm just I'm not. Um, I, I just I feel like we still saw a team that defense was a weakness for them as they went throughout the season. Um, I was actually at Ball Arena on Sunday night. I watched the uh, round of 32 contest for Gonzaga. Watched Creighton as well. Saw it in person. They looked good. They looked good, but every now and then you could see it on the court. They just they they had defensive lapses. And yeah. so that's part of the reason why this one makes me a little bit nervous is because yes, you are missing arguably the best defensive player in all of college basketball. But Gonzaga has also shown, shown some weaknesses, and it's not just one person on the Zags. It's kind of everybody that doesn't exactly play the tightest of defense. So I like this at the plus odds. I would rather take some points or maybe decide to OGP this like we've done with a bunch of the games um, as we've gotten ready here for the Sweet 16. But I, I see your argument. I like the plus odds. I'm going to let you get seduced by the juice. I'm probably going to look more at an OGP, uh, take Gonzaga uh, up a few on the plus, on the points, mess around with the total, uh, and try to see if I can't uh, double up my money. Oh, flying that team. Reason's flag is Lundy. Have the waivos, my man. Wager on the Zags. Number two. All right, my favorite bet, just standard old-fashioned against the spread here in the Sweet 16 is Tennessee minus five against FAU. And, uh, oh, this just said at a tape time, it's up to five and a half at BetMGM, and I think at every single book that's out there. So it's been kind of jostling back and forth between the five, the five and a half, and I still think at five and a half, it is a supreme play uh, against the hootie hoo owls. And the reason being is that, look, I have dogged Tennessee repeatedly this year because I've said, hey, they can't score the damn basketball, but they have survived because of one reason. And that reason is clearly their defense and truly elite in that category. In their last eight games, number 65, very respectable ranking, uh, an EFG offense, and number nine, an EFG defense uh, team on the adjusted defensive efficiency ranks, giving up to 0 0.898 points per possession. Uh, on the offensive side, they're shooting 54.3% in their last game, uh, eight games inside the arc, and 36% flat outside of it. So if that 
uh, ability to, you know, splash baskets inside or outside continues to match with their defense, uh, they're not only going to win this game, they may win the whole damn region and make it to the Final Four in the better end, a plus rebounding team, and they really slow things down. This is a typical contrast of styles matchup. Tennessee, uh, over the last month, number 313 at adjusted tempo. FAU, a top 150 in that category, and a team number 49 EFG offense, also very good defensively. In fact, one spot higher than the Bulls have been over the last 30 days, ranking number eight in EFG defense. But I don't think they have faced uh, quite the caliber of a team yet of the Tennessee Volunteers, uh, who are like a root canal. It's just painful uh, to sit and endure uh, what you have to experience over 40 minutes and that is certainly going to come to fruition. So Tennessee minus five or minus five and a half against the Owls of FAU minus one ten at Ben MGM. Lundy fade or follow? Fade. Oh, okay. I'm taking I'm taking FAU man plus the points. You're talking about a team that's won nine in a row. They're 22, 11, and one against the spread this season. I think the Vols win. But I think this thing comes down to the final 45 seconds. I don't have the same confidence you do. I know this is one of your favorite bets, folks. If you pay attention to the spreadsheet, uh, this thing like practically auto-populated on Brad's spreadsheet when the yeah. line came out. He was This is one of the first bets that Brad put up for the round of Sweet 16. Um, so I knew how much he liked this one. At five and a half, which is what I saw it at BetMGM, um, I, I'm rolling the other way. I'm going to say with a team that has covered two-thirds of their games this season against the spread, I'm going to say that FAU does it yet again. I say they lose, but I think they cover. I think this might be the best game of the night. Ooh, muy interesante. V-O-L-S. Don't let me down. Number one. All right, numero uno, bookending it with another wager on Kansas State. And this time we're going to do a little SGP slash OGP. So maybe, Lundy, come with me on this play. I'm going to take K-State up to plus six and a half. And I'm going to take the over on 130 and a half. And again, correlate, synergize, and bring it all together. I also took the over. My first bet of the board of the podcast today on 68 and a half team total points. So it all makes sense. Uh, maybe you add that as another leg to your parlay to get it even juicier uh, than the plus 100 you see in your screen available at DraftKings. Again, I think the Sparty party is going to run out of beer uh, here in the end. Uh, I know it's Fascism Izzo. I know it's March. Uh, a lot of people feeding into that narrative. You can't fade them. They're going to make the Final Four. It seems inevitable. Uh, but I think Kansas State is grossly underrated on the national scene. I gave you all the statistical evidence earlier. Let me repeat thyself. Their last seven games, number 41 AFG offense, again, shooting 60.5% inside the arc. And with Noel's ability to create and to hit some of those long-distance bombs, a pretty good defensive team, playing up-tempo style. Uh, both teams not outstanding in rebounding. I just think K-State's got more firepower offensively and scoring is uh, fundamental to basketball, last I checked. And with uh, Michigan State's uh, you know, reluctancies playing defense, as I mentioned before, number 302 EFG defense of last month, K-State gets the cover here, and we build a nice little cushion at plus six and a half. And again, with the speed of this game being more up-tempo, I love the over on the alt line taken down at 130 and a half. So, Lundy, 
my top play, SGP slash OGP, uh, the Wildcats rah, 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 of K-State plus six and a half, and the over 130 and a half plus 100 at DraftKings. What do you think? Well, here's the only thing that makes me nervous about this one. You're talking about a Kansas State team that has managed to be over in four out of their last five games, but you got a Michigan State team that's hit the under three times in a row. Like, something's got to give here between right. the way they're playing in the over-under. I think it leans itself to an, uh, an over-tempo. I like K-State plus the six and a half. I, I, I like that leg. The total, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I holded uh, the total down. The I know you did, push, man. I, I understand that you did. I, I, I can, I can see that, dumbass. I know what you did. <laughs> uh, I'm just telling you. You know, I get a little nervous about the total. I, I, I do like this one. There's part of me that kind of wants to play and uh, bring that number, uh, give myself a little bit more of a cushion, just because I don't trust the over under in this game. But I do think their pace is going to force it. So I'll, I'll roll with you because I'm, I'm just, I'm all about OGPs today. I've already built like yeah, three of them. I, I've done, I think I've done three in the NBA already for the action on this Wednesday night. Like I'm just, I'm OGP and like, I'm just, I'm, I'm all over the place right now with OGPs. So just keep, keep bringing them up. I, I'm good. I'm good. I like All it. All right. Well, build the damn bankroll with the OGPs and maybe some of these selections. And bonus time. Uh, Letty, we're taping this podcast uh, on a hockey hump day. So, uh, naturally, I know you got some wagers on the ice. And I've got some additional action in the lesser college basketball tournaments that are out there. But I give you the floor. Good, sir. Oh, well, I, uh, I appreciate that. It's actually, it, it's kind of fun that it's a hockey hump day because this is when they've been putting the NHL uh, on TNT. And so they've got a couple of the games that are being shown nationally. The problem is in doing that, the NHL has basically decided not to schedule anything else because they're trying to shine the spotlight on TNT. So there's only two flipping games tonight. Uh, one of them is in my backyard. The Penguins will be here to take on the abs. Uh, the nightcap is the Arizona Coyotes, uh, who, by the way, all of a sudden have figured out how to win hockey games. Uh, they are on the road against uh, Edmonton. So we're going to do a couple of things here first of all i'll take colorado on the money line they're on a, they're on fire right now they've won six in a row they're starting to look like the defending cup champs again they're getting hot at the right time uh so i am going to take colorado on the money line at home against pittsburgh and then i'm going to do the same with edmonton at home against arizona even though i think the yotes are going to give them a little bit of a challenge if you put both of those together on the money line over at dk it's a minus but it's a minus 104 so we almost got rid of all of the juice part of the reason for that is that edmonton is big time favored uh in this one and so that's part of the reason you're you're not getting quite as good as we would normally get on a two-leg money line. But again, I like the abs and I like the Oilers. The Oilers have won six of seven, but watch out because the Yotes have won six of their last eight. So on top of that, because there's not a lot, let's do a two-leg player prop parlay for you. Yeah. I saying that three times fast. Uh, we just need a point out of each of these guys. Evgeny Malkin for Pittsburgh, again, on the road here against the abs. And we're going to pair him up with Clayton Keller of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, if you've been following the spreadsheet or following some of the stuff I've been doing uh, on You Bet tonight, you know that we've been betting a lot on Clayton Keller. Why? Because he's on a nine-game point streak. Dude has seven goals and ten assists over the course of that nine games. He is one of the biggest reasons that Arizona has won six of their last eight contests. So we're going to take Clayton Keller to stay hot. We're going to toss in Evgeny Malkin into that mix as well for a point. If you put both of those together, it is a plus 
108 over at DraftKings. And finally, I'll leave you with an NBA player prop. We saw him drop 57 against Minnesota on Monday night. I like Julius Randle to go over on his points plus rebounds tonight at a total of 34 and a half. It's juiced slightly at a minus 125. Uh, the Knicks are on the road taking on the heat. Remember, New York's actually got a better record on the road than they do at Madison Square Garden this year. It's kind of weird. Uh, so I'm going to take him for the over on 34 and a half. Earlier this month on the road against Miami, he had 52 combined. He had 42 nine boards. Uh, so I say he's going to do it again against this Miami team in a game that I think has a good opportunity to hit the over that hits at the 224 and a half, by the way, if you like that one as well. They've been over in four out of their last five meetings. Um, but my favorite player prop is to actually jump on that one with Julius Randle. Again, 34 and a half combined points plus rebounds. I got that at a minus 125 over at DK. Shop around a little bit because part of the reason you're paying the juice in that one is because it's at 35 and a half at some of the other books. So I'm willing to pay the juice to get it down to the 34 just in case. So that's what I've got on this Wednesday night. I yield the floor. What's up, my man? Well, greed is good, according to Gordon Gecko and uh, maybe myself. Here's the Team Wavos parlay play of the Sweet 16 night one. All the teams that I featured, all the teams that I'm leaning on, whether with a spread or straight up, if you parlay them together. So Kansas State, Gonzaga, UConn, and Tennessee, just to win. Just to advance on a bracket line. Look at that. Oh, my God. My, my shoulders can't get high enough, Lundy. At plus 929 at DraftKings. So, um, yeah, a little sprinkling for yours truly there if you like a big payout on uh, the Team Huevos parlay play of the day. It's uh, certainly Huevos Gigantes. Elsewhere, bonus time. Uh, we've seen some massive line movement in the CBI final. Uh, it is between Eastern Kentucky taking on the Charlotte 49ers. This morning, I woke up, rubbed the sleep out of my eyes, and immediately saw the total at 138, and I smashed the under on that 138. The total now at tape time at DraftKings, 134. That's how far it has fallen, and I still like the under. Why? Uh, EKU has played three games in three days, Every single one of those games has gone for at least one overtime. Last night against Southern Utah, they played a double overtime game uh, that had a total of like 210. Both teams were in the low 100s. Uh, you got some wobbly legs? You a little tired? Uh, you need some nap time? Uh, I think that's going to come into play here for Eastern Kentucky against a Charlotte team uh, that has played decent defensively, number 117 EFG defense over their last eight games. But most importantly, the 49ers, number 340 in college basketball and adjusted tempo over last month. They're going to slow this sucker down. That is a contrast in style for EKU, uh, given how tired and probably exhausted they are. Uh, I think they're going to come crashing back down to earth in what could be a low-scoring title game down there in Daytona. So, again, I'm going to take the under at 134 on EKU and Charlotte in the Sim CBI final. Elsewhere, we got some NIT action. Uh, the NIT has been just uh, pillaging my bank account, but screw it. I got a little two-leg alt liner. I'm getting back after it. I'm going to build in some safety here. I'm going to take UAB plus five and a half in their road matchup against Vanderbilt. And I'm going to take Utah Valley. Uh, who is at home against Cincinnati. I'm going to take that line up to plus 
three, because right now they're uh, one, one and a half point favorites, depending upon where you look. Uh, I think UAB, uh, they played outstanding basketball over last month, number 22 overall in Torvik. Uh, they got Jelly Walker, one of the best scores in the nation and very good defensive team as well. Number 55 EFG defense, get a ton of second chance opportunities. Vanderbilt uh, has played good basketball here of late top 65 in EFG offense, EFG defense, but number 230 plus in offensive rebounding and defensive rebounding percentage over the last 30 days. Again, those second chances are going to wreak havoc for the Commodores in this game. So that's why I like UAB plus the points on that old line and the Utah Valley's at home. This may be the biggest game in that university's history. Uh, you look at uh, the Valley, number 41 of Bartorica the last 30 days, and Lundy, number 12 at EFG offense and number 12 at EFG defense. You want to talk about balance? They are the epitome, the definition of it right now. A team that loves to fly. They're 10-1 straight up at home. Uh, they're taking all the Bearcats in Cincinnati. Uh, number 104 DFG offense, number 68 DFG defense uh, in their last seven games. So I think ultimately Utah Valley is playing better ball. It's going to be a rowdy and raucous crowd there all day. I'm taking the Valley, yeah. uh, but I'm taking it up to plus three. I know I hate uh, I hate Utah Valley. Uh, Utah Valley cost me a twenty two hundred dollar parlay so they can F off. I don't uh, <laughs> I don't like them. Uh, I don't want to have anything to do with them. Here you are trying to give them props. Uh, and, uh, by the way, uh, take them minus one. I think they're going to win. Um, but, uh, screw them because I was, I was like ready to, to go to Cabo. Um, and you know, that, uh, that died pretty quickly. Thanks to Utah Valley. So they can, they're dead to me, Brad. They're dead to me. Yeah, you weren't. Uh, you were drinking more of the Pepe Lopez instead of the Classe Azul as a result. But uh, plus one thirty eight on I was, I was drinking straight sewer water, is what I was drinking. <laughs> um, Which was, you never want to do in Mexico. I'll say that much. Yeah. Uh, again, two leg alt line UAB plus five and a half. Utah Valley plus three plus one thirty eight is the juice so at DraftKings. And then sure. one last play for you. Uh, I like Jared Vanderbilt of the L.A. Lakers on the over seven and a half rebounds against the Phoenix Suns, a guy that's uh, averaging 26.2 minutes per game here in the month of March. He's hit the over and five of his last eight on this seven and a half rebounds prop. Uh, and I know Phoenix, a uh, pretty good rebounding team, but they you know, rank more middle of the pack, 13th fewest opponent rebounds per game over the last 10. But still, it's all about uh, the opportunities and the minutes played. I think Vanderbilt's going to snag at least a snowman in rebounds and the box score. All right, we're out of time here on the Fate Five podcast. Uh, would you do us a favor kindly and drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast? Also, feed or follow us on the Twitter. Uh, you can follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. All his free spreadsheet picks. I do the same exact thing at Noisy Huevos. Uh, for Nate Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Screw you, Utah Valley. <laughs>